as promised, going back to yesterday's light rate. That is, so the sugyas, these last several dafin, have very much been talking about the parsha of Kaifer. Parsha of Kaifer is a person who's a shark, the shark kills a man or a woman. The halacha is that sokal yisokal ashar, ubal ashar naki. If, however, it happens three times, so that this shar is established as being a muid la'adam, at that point, if the shar stoises again, sokal yisokal ashar, but at the same time, the gamba all of you must. The owner of the shar is Chayiv Misa, albeit Misa B'day Shemayim. And then the Torah says that there's a way for the owner of the Shar to buy his way out of the Chayiv Misa. Im koifer yushas olav, v'nosnan pidyoi nafshoi kechol asher yushas olav. So even though this person is Chayiv Misa, however, he can make a payment. Dmei mazik, dmei nizik, what's known as koifer in the Sugis, and by paying koifer, he will no longer be Chayiv Misa. Yesterday, we mentioned the Loshoin Hazahov of the Mechilta, where the Mechilta says, take a look from this parsha of Kaifer, and how Chaviv Basav Adam is towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu says that if a person commits such a grave sin and he finds himself in such a predicament, in such a terrible situation, where he's literally Chayiv Misa and he lost his right to live, he has an ability to buy himself back. How are you day moment? And the Bechulta goes and it quotes Pasuk after Pasuk after Pasuk where you find that there's an idea through moments, specifically through Tztaka, a person has a capacity to literally be to give some form of kaifer, and by doing that, you're going to be able to get yourself out of a situation. So yesterday we spoke out Torah from the Hill Gichsam Soifer with the Gichsam Soifer throughout his forum discusses this idea of using money for Pidya Nefesh and the number that the Chassam Soifer worked with very, very much in his Svarim is the number 160. And the Chassam Soifer said that this is the side of a Pasuk and Mishle that says, Migdal Oiz, Shem Hashem, Boy Yorutz, Tzadik Veniskov. Migdal Oiz is Begematria Kuf Samech. It's Begematria 160. And the number 160 is a migdalois. It's a tower that protects and it fortifies. How so? Because Shem Hashem. Because the Shem Hashem is somehow enveloped in this migdalois. Where do you find the Shem Hashem and migdalois? In the number 160. So we mentioned yesterday from the Chassam Soifer, there's two mahalchen. Either it's, if you write out Yud Kei Vav Kei, so it's 10 times 5, Yud times K, and then 5 times 10. K times Yud. And then it's Vav times K and K times Vav. But Yud K Vav K in that fashion, what you can end up is with 160. Additionally, the Chassam Soifer said that the shame Aleph, He, Vav, He, and the Eke, and Havaya, and Adnos, and Kale, if you add up all those shames, the number you're going to come to is 160. And again, that's the Shem Hashem, that's Kuf Samach, which is a Migdal Ois, and Boy Yorut Tzadik Veniskov. The Tzadik who knows how to be Oisik in this Indian, he knows how to run there, and by doing that, not only will he be saved, but Veniskak, Vuhu Mischazek Rashi says, he's going to end up emerging stronger than he even was when he went there for the first time. And the Chassam Soifer says that Biyoyser Oymer, the word Nefesh is Bigamatria 430. And Nefesh, 430, is made up of the words Ra, Reish Ayin, which is 270, and with 
Kuf Samach, 160. And the Oymik Advarim is that a person, when he has Ra inside his Nefesh, the Kuf Samach has an ability to be Mamtik that Ra. The Kuf Samach, that's the Migdal Ois. Why? Because that's the Shem Hashem. But Yorit Sadik Veniskov, it has an ability to be Mamtik the Ra in the Nefesh. That's why the Chsam Soifer said when it came to Nyonim of Koifer and Nyonim of Pidyoy Nefesh, Tzadikim used to work with the Mispar of Kuf Samach. And then we spoke at Varm, the Flom, Mitairasa, Shalach Samsoifer, way above our pay grade, in terms of different Ramazim, where you find this number of Kuf Samach playing itself out. We mentioned that in the year Tov Kuf Samach Tes and Tov Kuf Ayin, 1809, 1810, when Preshberg, where the Chsam Soifer was rough, was under siege, so the Kehila found itself in a terrible matzav of Sakonim. And the Chassam Soifer wrote a sefer called Sefer Azikaren, an autobiographical account of the events that took place, where he writes about all the chasadim and the incredible things that occurred for Preshberg to have Atzal. And one of the things that the Chassam Soifer did in Sefer Azikaren during that kufa, and the Chassam Soifer didn't just do it once, he did it twice, was a pidyan nefesh. He talks about it in two different places, and if you go through it, he did it a little bit differently the two times that he did it. Incidentally, we mentioned this once, if it sounds familiar, when we learned Mesech Tzgitin, because the first time that the Chassam Soifer did a Pidyan Nefesh, so he writes that he did it because he didn't want anyone to know about it. So he took 10 Talmidim that he trusted, trusted not to repeat what was happening, because Chavre Chavre Yisle, Vechavre de Chavre Chavre Yisle, right? Once it's Ba'api Tlosa, even Hilchus Loshanara maybe could change. So for sure, as it relates to something of this magnitude, you have 10 people, right? That's, that's already a Chosh of But he needed to make sure nobody was going to know about it. So he took 10 Talmidim that he trusted, he brings them together, he took a certain schomani, and he said the following words, L'shem yichud kudshu berichu, b'dechilu u'rechimu liyachet shem yud ke bevavke, ha'reini noisen yud mat be'ez elu b'shlichus kol Yisrael, u'befrat kal Yisrael poi preshbrek, v'chulei v'chulei. Chassam Soifer said L'shem yichud, we spoke about this when we went through all the L'shem yichud raid bites, did the Chassam Soifer say L'shem yichud, said there's a Messiah for Rav Shimon Soifer, the Rav Shimon Soifer said that his father did not say L'shem yichud, and the reason he didn't say L'shem yichud was, Mishum that the Nei Behudin is true, but very famously said what he said about the Tefillah of L'shem yichud, and out of the respect that is legendary that the Chassam Soifer had for the Nei Behudin, Prague to Bradsburg, the Chassam Soifer did not say L'shem yichud, but he said he always felt bad and it's like banked. He wanted so badly to say it, but Lamaisi didn't say it. Here in the safe house of Corinth, some cipher writes that I said the shame yichud kuchabrich. We will miyashiv it a little bit. But the bottom line is is that this is one of the places. The second place is at the very, very end of the safe. We spoke about this yesterday. Some cipher writes how he did a pidyan nefesh. And when he did the pidyan nefesh, he said he had everybody bring money and he took from all the money that was brought, Kuf Samach Matbeos. He took 160 Matbeos. And he started counting it. And first, the way he counted the Matbeos, the way he divided it was, he took, he made five piles. One pile was Keminyan Aleph Hey Vav Hey. The other one was Keminyan Avaya. The other one was Keminyan Aleph Dal Nun Yod. The other one was Keminyan Eke. And the other one was Keminyan Kel. And he had all these piles, and there was a Kuf Samach, and he said a home Nusach. And then he repeated it, and this time, the piles were a little bit differently. This time, the way he had it was, 10 times 5, had a pile of 50. 5 times 10, a pile of 50. 
Six times five, a pile of 30. And five times six, a pile of 30. And again, but it was counted and divvied up in that fashion. And then, again, he went and he said, all the Nuschais and all the Dvarim G'daylam, Yikum Purkun, Mishabeach, and everything that's going on over here. Then they gave it all to Daniel. And the question is, what's Pashup Shad? Again, we're asking a kash on a thing, Ke'ilufinu, right? I have any idea what I'm talking about. But just Pashup Shabra Sa'izen. What's Pashup Shad? A little bit, in terms of why the Chsam Soifrit did what it is, what it is that he did. So maybe, I don't know, but maybe this Makim Tishtel to another Chsam Soifrit. And that is, in the drushes that the Chassam Sefer gave on Zion of. And this drusha is literally a drush in the floor, and I think it's Kedai, just to be mocked in what's going on over here, even though it has nothing to do with Bavakama and not even much to do with the raid bite. But it's just partial to get a feel for what's happening over here. So Zion of. Zion of is the Shlosh Semeag Bala of Tishabov. And the Chassam Sefer was being maspid, and he's giving divrayus iris regarding churban beis amikdash, and he used this as an opportunity also to be maspid and to say divrayus iris on a Talmud of the Chassam Soifer, one of the great goyim of his generation, Reb Amram Chasida. So who is Reb Amram Chasida? Reb Amram Chasida was one of the European goyim who decided with tremendous mesirus nefesh to go to Eretz Yisrael. So he had a riesige, riesige chavivus to want to go to Eretz Yisrael. And he consulted with a lot of the G'dayli Yisrael. He was a Talmud of Ramart Chabanet and some of the other G'daylim at the time, and the Chassam Soifer. And he spent a lot of time with the Chassam Soifer, and the Chassam Soifer told him, yes, I give you Rishos, I think it's a very, very good idea, I think you should go to Eretz Yisrael. But the Chassam Soifer told him that I want you to go to Yerushalayim. And he said, I know that really the Kehilis in Eretz Yisrael now are more in the northern part of the country. It's a Meron Tzvast But I think that really a Yid, Befrat, if you're already living in Eretz Yisrael, belongs in Yerushalayim. And he says, it's true, Yerushalayim right now is literally Bechurbanu. But he quoted the Ramban, that the Ramban said that in the Churban, the closer you are to the Kedusha, the greater the Churban is always going to be. And that's why he said, Ramban talking, Pukhazi, that the places that are the most Kaddish in Eretz Yisrael, those are the places that are the most Kharif. Right? Think about what's happening today in the Kodesh HaKadosh. Right? That's all you have to know. But the point is, the closer you are to the Kedusha, the stronger the Churban is going to be felt, and the greater the Tum is going to be. And he said, that's why Yerushalayim right now is Bechurbanah. And the fact that there's a Yishuv in the northern part of Eretz not in Yerushalayim, is the reason you should go to Yerushalayim. And he was Mazarim, was the Chassam Soifer, to go to Yerushalayim. How do we know this, by the way? Because this is all written in a Chuvah's Chassam Soifer. The Chassam Soifer has two very, very famous Chuvahs about Eretz Yisrael. Extremely famous. From the most famous Chuvahs in Chuvah's Chassam Soifer. It's in Yeridei Reish Lamed Gimel and Yeridei Reish Lamed Aleph. Yeridei Reish Lamed Gimel was written to Rabbi Amram Chassidah and Yeridei Reish Lamed Aleph was written to Rabbi Ephraim Zalman Magolz. In Reish Lamed Aleph, the Chassam Soifer writes to Rabbi Ephraim Zalman Magolz about his exchanges with Rabbi Amram Chassidah. So we have what he told Rabbi Hasid, he writes before Rish that I told him, go to Yerushalayim. Rabbi Hasid went to Eretz Yisrael, and it seems, in the words of the Chassam Soifer, the Mesaviv Sivuvim ended up causing Rabbi Hasid to arrive in Tzvas before he can make it to the southern part of the land. And once he arrived in Tzvas, temporarily he settled there. He ended up living there for four years. And then he was Nifter. He was Halach Loi Lamai. And he never ended up making it to Yerushalayim. And the Chassam Soifer in his Hesped on Rab Amram Chassid is talking about this. Incidentally, this is for the Yoy Davar. The Hesped was given on Zion of. 
Rabbi Amram Chassidah passed away on Tez Zayin Marcheshven. And the Chassam Soifah waited a very, very long time. He waited for Marcheshven until Chayyadeshav to be Masbid of Amram Chassidah. And the story goes that the Chassam Soifah didn't want people to know Rabbi Amram Chassidah had passed away. And the reason is because people had donated money to help the Yishuv and to help Rabbi Amram Chassidah, and they had given the money already. And the Chassam Soifah held if they knew that Rabbi Amram Chassidah was nifter, it could be, it would cause major problems. So the last thing the Chassam Soifah felt he wanted to do was to publicize it by giving a drasha, and like this everybody would know and he was afraid for the mashpach and the amon and the children and the whole yishuv so he said better, people know they know but they're not going to hear about it from me and he waited until the tzman of churbin and the tzman of srefas beis alikeinu and that's when he went and he was master of Amr Chassidah, so this is what the Chassam Soifah said so it's Shabbos Chazoyin, right? That's the Tkufa. He spoke about Parshas Vaschan, which is Shabbos Nachemo but this is he said that we know Moshe Rabbeinu davened 515 tefillas to go into Eretz Yisrael. He said, So the Chassam Sefer brings from his Rebbe Da'afla that Da'afla said, What does it mean? That Moshe Rabbeinu said, I davened, in that time, Leymar. As a Chassol Ken in davening. You know, in the base Medrash of the Chassam Sefer, the Chassidim HaRishoyim was showing Sha'ach HaSkoyim HaTvilo. So, what did they do for that hour? So, the Chassam Soifah said, they davened. So they davened? So for an hour before they davened, they davened? He said, yeah, they davened as a result can and davened. That they should be able to daven. It was a tefillah to be able to daven. And Afla said that the Emma says, this is something that we do when we daven Shemayin Esrei. We start Shemayin Esrei, we say, Hashem Sefasai Tiftach, Ufiyag Yetilosecha. What are we saying? We're saying a tefillah that we should be able to daven. That's essentially what it is. It's what Moshe Rabbeinu did in his epic tefillahs. It was a tefillah lemar that I should be able to say. Say what? That I should be able to daven. It's the chassidim and rishonim that were showing Shachat's kodem at tefillah that they should be able to daven. So listen to the Aru of the Chassam Soifer. Chassam Soifer said that when we start Shmai Nasser, we say, Hashem Sfasai Tiftach, Ufi Agati Losecha. The end of Shmai Nasser, what do we say? What's the last thing we say? Come on. Yu Lerotzain Imrefi. Right? It's the flip side of that coin. After you finish davening, so you say, It's like a tefillah to accept my tefillah. So first it's a tefillah that you should be able to daven. Then it's a tefillah. Right? Then it's a tefillah, accept my tefillah. Right? They say in public speaking, you're supposed to do three things. Tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them and tell them what you told them. Then you say, And then you say, So the Chsam Soifer said that if Moshe Rabbeinu was Mekayim, Hashem like the Rebbe the Aflo said, Hashem, what was my tefillah lemar that I should be able to daven? So how come he didn't do the second part? How come Moshe Rabbeinu didn't say, He says that we know that Moshe Rabbeinu was mispalal, Ebra no the Erem. Right? He says, I want to be able to cross the land and I want to be able to see the land. The Maisa, Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't Zoycha to be able to go and enter the land. But Moshe Rabbeinu saw the land. And Rashi and Chumash says, Melamed, you see from here, that if a person davis from something, even if there's a gzera, but at the same time, tefillah payo mechza. So Chassam Soifah says, Moshe Rabbeinu knew that tefillah was going to be payo mechza. He knew it. I think Moshe Rabbeinu didn't know tefillah payo mechza. He knew tefillah payo mechza. And when he set up his tefillah, he set up his tefillah, hedging himself, what happens if my tefillah is not answered? And so let me at least walk away with a tefillah by Now, what Moshe Rabbeinu wanted mechza to be was not 
Ebra no the error. I'll get the error, not the Ebra. That will be my Mechza. Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to cut this tefillah in a different way. What he wanted is, I'm going to daven to go into Eretz Yisrael, and I also want to go to Yerushalayim, hoping that tefillah would be pale Mechza, so that he'll end up going to Eretz Yisrael, but he won't be Zoycha to go into Yerushalayim. Listen to the Goyness. So the Chesam Soifer says, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu said, Ebra no the error. I want to go into Eretz Yisrael. What's this Arichus Aloshin? Rashi says, this is Eretz Yisrael, this is the Makam HaMikdash. It's his Davka breaking it down because he's hoping that when we cut the Tefillah, worst case scenario, at least there'll be a Tefillah by Omechza and he's going to go. So why then did Moshe Rabbeinu say Ve'era? Right? He shouldn't have said Ve'era. He should have said Ebrana. We are to the land. That's great. That's amazing. So says the Chassam Soif, and you have to be the Chassam Soif to say this, that really Moshe Rabbeinu was never going to say the word Ve'era. But what happened? And the Abish to put the word Ve'era into his mouth. And he said, I'll prove it to you. You know why? Because Moshe Rabbeinu said, Ebra no Ve'era. What Moshe Rabbeinu should have said was, Ebra Ve'era no. Why is it Ebron? Because Moshe Rabbeinu said Ebron no. He wasn't going to ever say the error. Oh, but with Nizrika, the error letoich piv. And the reason the Abish to put the word the error letoich piv is because Moshe the Abish says, ah, I'm not, you, I'm not, it's not going to happen. It's not going to. You can't go into Eretz Yisrael. You can't even go to Meirot Tzvastveria. You cannot go to Eretz Yisrael. And as a result, you're going to have to say the word there. After Moshe Rabbeinu said Ve'era, and he's, I, I didn't mean to say that. So what did Moshe Rabbeinu say? He says, Oh, I have an idea. What I'm going to do is after my tefillah, I'm going to say you l'ratzlein imrefi ve'hegyon libi l'fanecha. I call the shvaruchu. Yeah, you l'ratzlein imrefi. Oh, but ve'hegyon libi. You know, I didn't want to say Ve'era. So what did Abish to say? Al toisif daber. Not another word. Because if you're going to say ve'hegyon libi, then enochinam. This is some type of story. This is what he said when he got up to be masped rabbanim chasida. And he said that's why Moshe Rabbeinu didn't say you l'ratzlein, but he said Hashem swasay. He would have said it, but Abish said toisif, and he had no choice, and therefore he couldn't say. It. So how does this tie into Rabbi Amram Chasida? He says Rabbi Amram Chasida went there to Israel, and I know really he wanted to go to Yerushalayim, and he wanted so badly to go. So, but tefillah was payo mechza. And he was zoichet to the mechza that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted. Not the mechza that he got. The mechza that Moshe Rabbeinu got was the ve'era. But what was the mechza that Moshe Rabbeinu was hoping he was going to get? He'd be able to go to Eretz Yisrael, albeit not to Yishalayim. He said, he was zoichet. With his tefillah, it was payo mechza, and it was the hegyon libi of Moshe Rabbeinu, of what Moshe Rabbeinu really wanted. Incidentally, as it relates to Rabbi Amram Chassidah, the Welt says that when Amram Chasidah was lying on his deathbed, literally, so he made a bracha. And the bracha that he made was, Baruch Ato Hashem, Elikeinu Melech Oilam, Hameiru Le'avadav, Me'or Haganuz, Mishesh Breshes. And it was understood by all the people there that Amram Chasidah was Zoycha, B'Shas Ptirasai, to see the Or Haganuz. He made a bracha with shame of Malchus. But the bottom line is, this is the hesped that he gave. So he went weiter. And he says like this. I'm sorry for talking. I'm saying, and I chose to be masked with Rabbi Amr today. On Zayim Av. Today is the day. So he said that the Gemara says, If a person cries for an Adam Kasher, HaKadosh Baruch Hu from. Umanicham beveis kenazav. Hakadosh Baruch Hu 
counts the tears of this person that's crying. And he hides these tears. And when a person is moirid mois on an odom kosher, what's the oimek advar? The reason is because for every kapara, and every time there's an Indian of refuas and nefesh, there's always counting involved. Says the Chassam Soifer. The Kohen God will be a Makipura. The Kohen God will be a Makipura. The Kacha Yamoina. Achas, Achas Vishtayim, Achas Vishalosh, Umatan Domim Alamizbeach. Or Stein Shein Arba. Or four on the four corners of the Mizbeach. Umoina Mashkolim. They used to do a machsa sashecha. They would count the shkolim. Why? Lechaper al nafshoi sechem. Vikach noyagin kol pidyoi nefesh al yudei minyan. And every single time we do a pidyoi nefesh, we do it al yudei minyan. V'amru chazal b'mesech the Shabbos. Daf samuch v'avom edeis. Kol minyana b'shma de'ima. Any single time you're doing a minyan, right? So Shabbos samuch v'avom edeis are the... Hibijibi Gemaras, where the Gemara talks about different inyane, refuah, chazal, right? That one of the places where the Gemara talks about that. So anytime you're counting, so you're going to mention the name of the person that you're counting for. So how do you mention the name? Ploini ben Shmodimo. The Chom Minyan of And if you don't know how many times you're supposed to count, Mem Malav Zimni. See, you're supposed to do it 41 times. But Al Kapanim says the Chsam Soifer, Kol Kaparu Refuah Sanefesh, Tsnarich Min. Veyoyis Misa Sad Sadik. Keep Rao Kol Yisrael Kakarbin. So being that the Misa of Sadik is Mechap. And Klaus, like a carbon was mechaper. and the tears that a person cries over the death of a tzaddik is ketipe domin. It's literally these azrikas. Al kain vostot eibushne soifram. The eibushne takes those tears and he counts them. Umoyne achas achas v'shtayim ki koyin gadol biyoyim akipurim. Mamish like the koyin gadol on yom kippur. The shoyne yazal. So the chasam soifer again. He's being master of amr chasido. He says kol amoyrid mois al adam kasha kadosh baruch hu soifram. Why does David count it? Because Misa Sadik is Mechaper. And any time you find the Dover Shal Kapara, Urufuas Anefesh, Tsarach Minyan, it always involves counting. I mean that it always involves counting. That's why, that's why Akadosh Baruch Hu is Saifra. So the Chsam Saifra, in the end of Saifra Azikaran, where he talks about the Pinyan Nefesh that he did, so they took 160 coins, because that's the number. It's Kuf Samach, Migdalois. And first they divided it this way, and they counted it. Then they divided it that way, and they counted it. It's not stampunk, they were counting it. This is the Chsam Soifel Shitasa in the Joshua. That every union of Kapara, and any union of Pinyan Nefesh involves Minyan. And the Minyan, the counting it, is part and parcel of what's happening. So just to end, Ulai Ulai, last year, Hanukkah, we spoke about the Indian of Elokad Meir Anene. And this school that's brought down in Svarim Akdoshim, say in the Svardisha world, and say in the Ashkenazisha world, that on Chanukah there's an Indian for a Yid to light a nair or to give Tzedaka in the Schus of Elokad Meir Anene. And the question is, what's Shaykhis? What is Elokad Meir Anene and Rameir Balhanes have to do with Chanukah? We said over the Mahalach of the G'dayli Yisrael based on the Marsha and Masech Tzavoy Zohar Daf Yotches where the Marsha says that the real oimik of Elokah de Meir Aneni is not Elokah of Rameir. It's pun intended. But the real oimik is Elokah de Meir Ene Yisrael B'choshech at the times of the Yavonim. And that or Aneni, meaning a person can tap in to the Oiris of Hanukkah, not just on Hanukkah, but the entire year by saying the words of one of the Maramakoimas that we mentioned was from a Sefer Siach Yitzchak. The, se- the Baal Siach Yitzchak, 
was Rabbi Yitzchak Weiss, Hashem Yimkom Donoi. He was the Gaivid of Verboi. And in his Shailas Achuva Siach Yitzchak, this is in Chelek Beis, it's in Yeridea, Simen Kufchav Dalin. He is talking to the Preshburger of Rabbi Kiva Seifer. And they were discussing this minig of giving money to Kupas Rameir Balanes, Elokada Meir Aneni, during the Yemei Hanukkah. And the question is why? And he mentioned him, this Mahalach based on the Masha, we went through this. And then the Sniach Yitzchak said a Dover Nifla. He said that the Mogan Avram, right in the beginning of Hilchas Hanukkah, it's the first Mogan Avram in Hilchas Hanukkah, says that there's a minig that the children, that the Aniyim, that are children, they go around Hanukkah right, and they collect Hanukkah gel. So the Verboyer of told the Preshburger of that I heard from your Zayda, that your Zayda, the Chsam Soifer said that you know when the Na'arim used to do this? You know when this took place? This took place when they used to light Hanukkah When they would light Hanukkah that's when they used to go, and that was this Indian. And Bishat, a person is lighting the Hanukkah is an Indian to be Mekai in the midst of Tzadok. It's his man Mesugal to be piled by giving Tzadok, and that's why the Mogan Avram brings this. The Mogan Avram wasn't Mazbadeh, but the Chsam Soifer was. And he said that what the Morgan Avram meant was Bishas had locked his nerves. So he said the Balsiach Yitzchak Ashenim come down when he was killed in Auschwitz. So he said a Dover Nifla. He said that Lefiza Yeshloimar. We know we say this throughout Hanukkah as it relates to the nerves of Hanukkah. Ain Lonu Rishus Lishtamish Bahem Elo Leroisim Bavai. Right, we cannot be Mishtamish. All we're allowed to do is we're allowed to look at it. It's brought down in Shulchan Aruch. It's brought down in Hilchas Hanukkah in Eirechayim Tov Reishayim Gimel. Says the Mechaber. Vafilu Bilal Shabbos. Even to inspect money, or to count money, even that's going to be us. So the Balsiach Yitzchak told the Prashbegarov, said, it always bothered me this Mechaber, that from all the things that you can think of as it relates to what you would maybe use the Ner Hanukkah for, counting money? Why are you talking about money? Kesef Minolan. But like Nechsam Soif, he says it's half in the wealth. Because the Magad Avram says that the Na'orim used to go around collecting money. And when did they do it? Bishas Hadlokas Neirois. So if that's when they used to go around, so people would raise it with money. And being that they would, that, that was the time you were handing out money. So therefore, we're talking about money. And therefore, we say you should know that even though you're going to be giving money and you're going to be giving but it's also the Shtamish Benar Chanukah, I feel Rivdaik Mois, even that's not going to be okay. But I think Lafi this raid, we have an oymik nifloch in this diak. And that is, what's the lotion? Ein lonu rishos live doik mois oylem nois on the count the money. Why are you counting the money? So posh, you're counting the money to know how much to give the araman. Abu Lafizeh, because Hanukkah is an esrotzen for a person to be able to be poil. You could tap into Lekodemeir Aneni. It's something a yid could always tap into. But Pethrat on Hanukkah, a person can tap into this Pidyan Nefesh that we had of a Messiah and Chazal who were people that were lying on their deathbeds and they would say, Lekodemeir Aneni, do something in the schus of the Taner Ameir. This Kiyodu is the ultimate Pidyan one of them anyways that we have in our Messiah and a yid when he's going about his pidyon it's not enough to just give the money 
but you have to count the money. And that's why the Mechaber said that it's not pumped your count because the counting is part and parcel of the opinion. Like the Chsam Soifer says, every single Indian of Kapara always involved, it always involved Minyan. Maybe, maybe. That's this Dogush. Not just giving money on Hanukkah, the schus of the Tanira Meir, but it's also counting money. Because for the Pidyan Nefesh, there's an Indian, just like the Kongod on Yom Kippur, Achas, Achas, Vishtayim, a Yid would count one, two, three. The minion is part and parcel of the Pidyan.